boys um recently our friend friend of the program kanye west was spotted at uh the jfk airport in new york city in the regular ass tsa line with the normies kanye's a billionaire a billionaire kanye is if you were a billionaire what are you never doing again because that for me is number one i'm never waiting in a tsa line i'm never flying commercial ever again kanye's out here on commercial flights i mean we could just clear the menu and discuss this for the whole hour you guys want (laughs) honestly we we could dive deep into this. I didn't realize it's gonna be that type of bombshell to start the show here. Jeez, yeah, holy man, cow! Oh, I mean, like, and the fact that you know, get some TSA pre-check at least, or something, or first class. At least get to that level. It's not as embarrassing, but just in with the regulars. Ooh, boy, yeah, that's certainly the first thing to go for me. Is is flying public, flying commercial with with the regulars, if you will. The normies um, is what I like to call them. The normies, yeah. The normies. The normies. Normies brunch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm also. I'm never waiting in. I'm never waiting for a table at a restaurant ever again, because I uh, hate that. I hate that so much. <laughs> There's way too much planning that involves with that. But I want to walk into any restaurant I want on the planet when I went and not have to wait. Yeah, that's. I mean, I just I think like about that. like the stuff I have to do every day that I would outsource, man. That's what I, the stuff I'm never going to do again. I'm not doing yard work. I just did like 35 minutes of dishes. I'm never, I get a Butler. I will have a, I, I will have a Butler. I will have a cook. Um, I will have a driver, you know, all the good stuff. I just want to like, I, I like actually don't, I think what I'm getting at is I don't ever want to move again. I want to just be, static i want to sit on my couch and i want to watch football and then i want that i want other people to do all this stuff for me um if i'm a billionaire which will never happen (laughs) dude this is interesting for all the people who are listening who also follow chrisgatesfitness.com he's telling you that he becomes a billionaire he's gonna have somebody else lift weights for him yeah or get surgery or something he's like i'm sitting on the couch and doing nothing but he's still gonna look the same we're going to automate my gains and uh, I'm never going to work for him. That's, that's a hundred percent true. <laughs> automate the gains. <laughs> You're just going to have all those things like on your arms, just lifting for you. You're just going to be constantly going like this. Just hook right, me up to some yeah. electrodes and some of that cupping shit that Michael Phelps does. I'm, I'm good. And then I'll just right. like watch Kent state play Buffalo on TV and it'll be great. <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> Dude, life. I did cupping. Have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? I have not. No. Okay. I understand why you haven't. I did it at physical therapy like a f- couple months ago when I was still going like every single week. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, really? It, dude, it's incredible. Like, the way I felt after that, I was like, can I do this all the time? They're like, no, you cannot do this all the time. <laughs> your, your insurance will not cover you cupping all the time. So, yeah, because and like honestly, only like two people at my physical therapy office that could actually like do it, because you have to be like certified. Otherwise, you can really like screw some shit up if you do it. But, <laughs> certified cuppers. Like certified cuppers. <laughs> You're the cuppy. <laughs> you know what's crazy about cupping is like nobody knew what it was until Michael Phelps showed up at the swimming pool with like all these. It looked like huge chicken pox <laughs> <These> marks on. <laughs> 
and then like it became this like treatment that nobody ever knew of and until now they all do it. now it's uh, like there's if there's an olympic diver that doesn't have cut marks it's like they obviously don't know what they're doing yeah so <laughs> if dd's if dd's a billionaire he's gonna be he's gonna get cupping every oh. every day oh my god i have a cup lady yeah, living at the house <laughs> Butler and a cup lady. That's all I need. <laughs> Welcome to the brunch breakdown, everybody. It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. And I just want to say I love this podcast so much. I didn't think we were going to bring that back around. I didn't know how we no. were going to get there. No, but... no. We, we, yeah, we always land the plane. Always no land the plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, today on the show, we have a lot to get to. We're going to be talking about this new Home Alone trailer. And I have been holding my tongue all day long to talk about this. So I can't wait. Uh, the Rock raps now, apparently. We're going to talk about that and compare him to another famous brunch breakdown legend who makes music as well. The Pittsburgh Penguins start their season. Uh, well, when you listen to this, they'll have already started it. And we're going to talk about their playlist. Uh, they have what we're listening to, brunch courts. We've got some cool items in there. And we have an awesome, awesome Super Nintendo. Uh, I'll call it a graph. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call it a graph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a lottery. Be- I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lottery. Let's do that. Yeah. Well, before I uh, before we get started, let's uh, go to Dan so he can tell us where we can find the brunch breakdown. Everywhere. Cool. That's it. Now you <laughs> you can find the brunch Bruce breakdown. Day, all right. <laughs> you can find the brunch breakdown anywhere you can find podcasts: <laughs> Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, literally. Everywhere, every <laughs> Thursday, brand new episodes come to you Thursday mornings. Hit subscribe, hit follow. Make sure those episodes come to you and they're on with you and ready to be on the go. So you could just have this content as soon as you wake up with your morning cupping and your cup of coffee and a cup of the brunch breakdown every Thursday morning. Uh, full video episodes on demand every Thursday as well. <laughs> Getting through this noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You should watch the videos because you can see my co hosts <laughs> losing their minds right now, which is why I can't keep a straight face while doing this promo uh those are on our youtube and our facebook pages and of course like i said on demand anytime you want to watch those uh at brunch breakdown simply search at brunch breakdown on every other social media uh as well facebook twitter instagram trailer tiktok and then of course don't forget a brand new sounds of brunch comes your way that playlist every week on spotify uh on friday just search sounds of brunch there we go made it through I just, when Dan said everywhere and then like, you do need to watch these episodes if you're listening and you don't, yeah. because like the look on Dan's, the what, the expression Dan gave when he said everywhere and then he went into it just like was the first time I realized how sick Dan is of reading all that stuff. At the beginning <laughs> of the so, he's like, oh my God. Okay. I have to do this again. We're on. Blah, 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 blah. It's like everywhere. Can we just say everywhere, please? We just say that now. Yeah. New listeners to the program, go back, listen to an old episode. You'll find us. And wherever you found us, you'll find us there next time. Yeah. You're here. You found us. It's fine. <laughs> oh, um, well, I guess let's get to Bruce Day, which it sounds like Dan needs one. So um, <laughs> I'm going to get started. So we get to him very quickly. Guys, I'm back. I'm back. I had right. last week, which was terrible, but I'm back. And I'm with something that I haven't tried before. So not only do we get me back for Ruse Day, but I'm trying taste testing this week too. Oh, Energy City Brewing Company we got here. Aloha Sunrise Sorbet IPA. 
Let's go. Orange yes. and pineapple. Uh, I'm ready. Let's hey, see if broke, I can open this myself. He came back and he broke out a sorbet there, Dan. He oh, did yeah. have that daddy's guy. Oh, he's yeah. doing. Oh yeah. Oh, I need I need this. <laughs> Look at this. Let's check out this color. It looks like pineapple. That's mm. yeah. Oh. Oh. Ooh, good aroma. The notes on the nose. <laughs> Ofting. Oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This talk, is good. This is baby. good. This is very good. You taste all the pineapple and orange right here. Like literally. Orange juice pineapple juice put them together and whatever they did to make this alcohol that's what it tastes like like mm. i could chug this right now i swear to you like, it <laughs> tastes like it's just orange juice and pineapple juice i'm not even joking this is wild like wow is there alcohol in this did i get duped i don't yeah <laughs> like 6.5 ABV, apv uh okay. yeah this is great wow it says palate teasing experience so Hey man, Ooh, who's this by again? Run that back. This is Energy City Brewing Company in what is? Oh, uh, where am I? Oh, hold on, hold on. The tag in front of it. Yeah, there you go, Illinois. Batavia, Itasca. Illinois. Itasca. Putting them on the map. Yeah, well, shouts <laughs> to Illinois uh wow they've got some pretty ridiculous sounding beers i've got Um, a couple of them yesterday because i went to my favorite like six-pack shop they just have a bunch of beers from all over the place and i went there and stocked up on a bunch of different things that you'll be hearing about over the next couple weeks but i grabbed a couple from energy city because they had some cool stuff sounding stuff i was like you know what let's do this apparently their bistro series sounds pretty ridiculous yeah Bistro mango, banana, and pineapple. Bistro apple and cranberry crumble, just in time for fall. Oof. Mango, strawberry, banana smoothie. Pineapple, coconut cream pie. Pumpkin cobbler. Oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, Daniel Dudley, you have unleashed a demon here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Illinois, shouts to you. I was not expecting it to be from Illinois. So, like, when I saw that, I was like, yeah. that can't be right. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is. So, yep. yeah. Shouts to uh, Energy City Brewing Company because this is fire. Aloha Sunrise Sorbet. Love it. It's also like 60 degrees in LA, so I'm freezing. And I put the heat on in my house today. Aloha. (laughs) Wow. like it. Chris, what do you have on on your palate this week? Yeah, so I'm back with another Oktoberfest because uh, it is, in fact, October. And... uh, it's like apparently 20 degrees warmer here than it is where Didi lives in LA, but that's okay. Yes, We're going to stick with the Oktoberfest, <laughs> even though this weather is totally ruining the vibe. Um, I have the Oktoberfest lager from our good friends, Hitchhiker Brewing. And um, this one, I, so I've already had one of these, so I'm, I'm not tasting it for the first time, but this one, uh, I tried their breakfast stout woke on the podcast many months ago because when i had that it was like to me this is the this is the the beer of the brunch breakdown i mean it was brunch in a can and i kind of um i don't know like oktoberfest all kind of have a similar type of taste to them there's obviously you know varying uh 
flavors to it, but this one kind of has, I I'm getting like a little bit of the maple that is very strong in what woke that breakfast out. Um, that's something I noticed when I was kicking this one back and I had it, I feel like I had this one after I had one of the pen brewing Oktoberfest. Um, so it was like noticeably different in that regard that like, maybe I was getting a little bit of more maple just because I had it after another Oktoberfest. Um, but it's quite delightful. Um, I love it. I've, I've yet to have a bad beer from Hitchhiker Brewing and I, I thank them for their service. So cheers boys. I like it. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great Oktoberfest. Can't go wrong with that. Well, I wanted to kind of keep with the theme of fall. Uh, we've got Halloween coming up. And so I found a beer that the flavor doesn't necessarily reflect that, but the can and the name does. Um, and this is courtesy, special shout out to good friend, great friend, in fact, of the podcast, Ryan, who has sent us and shared a variety of beers with us all. This one's from him, uh, from Phoenix Brewing Company out of Mansfield, Ohio. So I've got an Ohio brew for us today. And this one is called the Cyclops, Cyclops, easy for me to say, Milkshake IPA with Blackberry and Vanilla. And we have an absolute gem of a can there. You got <laughs> Mr. Skeleton right there. It's just too fitting for... October. Um, I love milkshake IPAs and this one is it's IPA forward, right? So that's kind of what you taste at first, uh, is the, the haziness of a milkshake IPA, like light hops, not a ton of hops, but they're very smooth, uh, you know, kind of stress base hops. And then you've got that blackberry and that touch of vanilla, uh, kind of finish things off to smooth and, and, and round it out. And I think as this kind of even gets a little bit warmer, I might even get more of that. So a lot of great stuff going on here. First time I've had or even heard of this brewery, Phoenix Brewery Company. Uh, love the can art. Shouts to the Cyclops on there just in time for Halloween. So shouts to Ryan and shouts to you boys enjoying this with you here on Brews Day. Is that Post Malone? On the cover? No. Kind of looks like him. He's throwing a baseball. So I don't really know if there's another overlying theme going on here. This He kind of looks like CM Punk for any wrestling fans. Mm. That looks a lot like CM Punk, um, who's a Chicago guy. So that doesn't really make sense. And then he's throwing it to Mr. Cyclops Skeleton with the baseball, with the baseball bat. So maybe one of our Ohio boys or Ryan can fill us in, but I don't know who this mystery man is right here. <laughs> maybe it is. Cleveland Cyclops would have been better than the Guardians. Not going to lie. Anything. Ooh. Anything would have been better than the Guardians. Way better. <laughs> right. <laughs> anything but Cyclops, that would have been that would have been So. They could have called them the Cleveland Ryans, and it would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, cheers. Happy Bruce Day. Happy Bruce Day, fellas. Let's go. All right, well, let's get it off our chests. A great segment where we just talk about random things and get them off our chests. Chris, get us started, man. All right, I, um, I, I've I've done a lot of soul searching uh, over the past week, gentlemen, and I think it's time for me to just uh, admit to myself 
and uh, to, to all of my friends that I just don't care about fantasy football. <laughs> I, I just don't. I just like every year I go into fantasy football season. I'm like, yeah, this is, you know what? This is the year. Like, not like I don't go into it thinking like, this is the year I'm going to draft the perfect team and I'm going to win it all. Uh, I'm more so going into the year and being like, this is the year where like, I'm going to try. And by week four or five of every season, I, I already don't care anymore. I just don't like every year. I think that, and then like, I go through the season and like the team that I drafted at the beginning of the year is basically the team I have at the end of the year. If a guy gets injured, I just like pick up the top ranked player at that position as a free agent. And I just keep going because that's like the lowest amount of effort that I need to put forth to continue having a team. Um, But like, sometimes we're lucky if on Thursday, I remember to set my lineup, you know, cause there's Thursday night. I I just, I don't, I don't care. It's a, and it's a way for me to kind of stay in touch with my friends, I suppose. But I don't even talk to my friends about the fantasy football matchups. Like, did I just play you, Dan? What's your, what's your team name? Uh, Yum, yum, meet em ups. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I just, I just rolled you. I just got the score update. I like. Oh yeah, you did. You like broke the record <laughs> for scoring in a week. It was, it was like two oh nine to like one ten or something. Like I crushed yeah, you. It was rough. We didn't even talk yeah. about. It. We didn't even know we were playing each other till this moment. So like, what am no. I doing? What am I doing playing fantasy football? I don't think there's any purpose for me to do. It doesn't enhance anything. Um, I just basically take up players that other people could use more effectively. Um, and I apologize to everybody involved. Uh, I, I am, I'm not dedicated enough for this stuff and, um, that's it, but I'm sure I'll play again next year. Um, I'll be sending you a couple of trade proposals as soon as we wrap up here based on your interest level. So thank you for, no. okay. That's hilarious. Dan, that's a great point because you know what happens? People send me, I get trade. I get like at least like five of them a year. People send me trade. I I don't even respond to them. Like you can reject it. I don't even acknowledge the fact that I saw it. I just let it linger until it's just like, don't live it on the maybe shit all over again. You live on that. Maybe don't live on that. Maybe <laughs> in, in fantasy football, I am on maybe for 17 weeks or 18 <laughs> weeks this year. I just, yeah, right. I just don't, I don't have, I just don't care. Yeah. I hate fantasy football and I stopped playing years and years and years and years and years ago. Anytime someone asks me, and it's the same thing with all the things like Super Bowl blocks, all that stuff. Like I do none of it. I mean, people are like, Oh, I know Didi's going to do it. He loves sports. No, nah, I'm good. I just hate it. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> Siobhan, on the other hand, is fantasy on the phone, talking smack to people on like Sunday night. Like it's a mess. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's a mess. See, that's Obviously cool. I'm not, I- great at it so <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing it's like i've won the league before but i've put in no effort and most of the time i'm not very good i wish i was like siobhan and like was into it and cared <laughs> but i just can't and i've tried i just it's just not for me so we'll see if i play next year but i probably will <laughs> dan get it off your chest um so this past weekend we were out to dinner in our local area here and everywhere we ran into, it was kind of late and we thought we wouldn't have any issues getting in anywhere. And then we realized like every restaurant was jam packed full of teenagers. We were like, what, what is happening 
here. And then we realized it was homecoming week, homecoming weekend, and how glorious of a memory that is. Um, why do we still celebrate high school homecoming, right? We don't need a homecoming for high school anymore. Like you've got your reunions, reunions, reunions are five to do, fine to do every five, more like 10 years, but homecoming for high school, it's just not necessary, or at least to call it that anymore. And you can think like years from now, right? Like we don't go back to our high schools for homecoming to go watch the football game or any of this other weird stuff that they have going on. Um, and I literally live five minutes from where I went to high school and I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Um, and then you got to think about the kids that are in school now, like Gen Z's, like they have more friends that they've met online and on their phone than they've met in person. So how are they going to reconnect with them at homecoming in 20, 30, 40 years or whatever it might be. And as for the dance, really, that's kind of really what this is all about is that there were just groups on groups on groups having dinner before the big homecoming dance. We need to change up the format here. It's, it, it's the traditional guy asking a girl and then vice versa for the Sadie's Hawkins or whatever other dance they want to call it. It's dated. It's old. It's, it's got to go. Um, I saw more groups of like dateless deck, dateless groups of just friends at the restaurant that we went to. than I've like ever seen like, big groups like oh we're going as friends like not paired up with anybody um i like that more of that i'm good with like dressing up a little bit we have to stop buying like the you know kmart shirt matches the tie thing we've got a gen z's better than that you know there's there was a little bit too much of that that i saw and in the neighborhood i'm in expect a little bit better um so i'm good with that making it a nicer event but the overall format I think needs to change. No more like pressures, no traditions, no lames, none of that. And not everybody likes to dance either, right? Especially at that super awkward age. Um, so let's come up with this sort of multi-purpose event. And this is where I kind of need some help from, from you guys, um, where it's something where everybody would really want to go to, where there can be the dance portion. Maybe there's like different music themes, like for each hour. Um, or maybe there's like a room where there's gaming, right? Everybody's into gaming right now and that there's gaming going on. Or maybe one movie or one room, they're like broadcast. They're just showing a movie. People just want to hang out, watch a movie, something like that. Uh, create your own selfie station backdrop thing and people can go in there and use it, whatever. But I think we need to change up the format, get a little bit more of, what's current and just drop all the lame traditions and the dancing and stop calling it homecoming because nobody's coming back home. I, it's just, I shrink nerve. <laughs> it feels so weird that you're, that you're so anti-dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not that I'm anti-dancing because yeah, clearly that I would never, I would never, but I realized at that age, not everybody is into that. And there can still be a dance portion. Like it can still be centered around the dance, but I'm sure there are people at that age that have nothing to do with that. Um, and they, so they have something else to do. So there's some other reason for them 
to go. But I don't know. I don't know if other things, because if you're still going to make it a nicer event, you're going to dress up whenever you can't have like activities you're going to be running around in. So I don't know. I don't know what you do there, but yeah, still centered around, still centered around the dance, but get those other kids, some other options. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Outside of yeah, the name homecoming is kind of silly. Like I don't that's where it starts. That's got kind of silly. But everything else I disagree with you on, Dan. Like leave the kids <laughs> alone. Like let them have a dance. Let them stand in corners if they want to. Like I do like the fact that maybe there maybe one thing that has come with you know these with younger people is that like they don't have the pressure to go with the one person. They do have more friends that go because a lot of that is really freaking stupid. Like right, when you're exactly. just all going to a place where it's like, you know, if you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, cool. But like forcing people to do that when you all could just get dressed up and just go out to eat together and you don't have to worry about having some dude ruin your time or like yeah. some girl ruin your time when you could just go with your homies, you know? So I get that. And I think that's cool. But like, I don't know, changing it up and doing a bunch of other stuff. I mean, if that's what kids want, cool. But like, I don't know, like dances are still fun. Dancing that's what i need i should have i should have went around and had a survey at the the table there i should have went around from table to table yeah, speaking of have, uh, but no i was two sec two seconds of your time please two seconds of your time. two seconds dan dan from the brunch breakdown real quick um <laughs> but no yeah i was encouraged by the seeing groups of friends and and stuff like that so that was all good but that's just making me think that the traditional dance setup doesn't work anymore and then like their parents are probably saying oh why aren't you asking somebody why aren't you doing this and then that's why those other kids have an, an out and still a reason to go and do something else. But at least the the traditions of it, those have all kind of, again, changed the name. Just changed the name. I think there are people that go back for homecoming, though. Just, yeah. Are there? I, uh-huh. I, th- I really think that, like, like we, we weren't, parts of these groups of people at our when we grew up but like i think there are like kids that were really into like student council and leadership positions at the high school that like uh love to go back and like see their teachers and stuff like that and i think there's also probably like football players who go back because that's their one game that they like reserve to watch the team like i think there are some people that that do that or football players who can't get past that moment in life and just continue to tell high school football stories well into their 50s and 60s and yeah try to go relive that that one weekend a year in the fall that's probably some of them too (laughs) this is why we need to stop this this can't (laughs) we can't have this anymore (laughs) it's gotta stop it's gotta stop our kids are not going to be wanting to do this (laughs) They better not. <laughs> Starts right there. Dude, you know something I just thought about is uh, with there being more groups going, I don't think that needs to change the format of the dance. I just think you have parents who are of an age now who are just like, yeah, when I went to homecoming with some random dude, he it was the worst time I ever had. And I should have went with my friends in the first place. And I feel like you know, Gen X millennials, like where I know I will say that to my, I know I'll say that to my kids when it comes to that. I'm like, go with your homies. Like you will have more fun. Like if you want to go with this one person, cool, but like go with your friends, you'll have so much more fun because a lot of times like that did not end well for a lot of people. And I don't mean like danger. I just mean, just like you just ended up having a shitty time with someone following you around saying, are you, are you leaving me? Why are you dancing with this person? Why are Mm -hmm. you like, and you could have just went by yourself and just hung out. 
And I think we're more open to just saying that to kids now than they were back in the day. Cause back in the day it was like, Nope, tradition gotta go with this person. Gotta do that. I think it's just a lot different. Yes. So there's your message to the current and future parents out there. Be open-minded about whatever that dance is going to be called because we have to change today. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, got to get this off my chest. Kyrie Irving is afraid of needles. That's it. (laughs) It's that simple. He's afraid of needles. And anybody else who's not vaccinated, who needs to be vaccinated, who's like in the NFL, in the NBA and all that, doesn't matter. Cole Beasley, afraid of needles. Andrew Wiggins, also afraid of needles. But Andrew Wiggins, key point in the Kyrie Irving thing, Andrew Wiggins is engaged to be married. So someone said to him, hey, what's this I hear about you not getting vaccinated and losing $30 million? (laughs) Not happening, friend. Go get your (laughs) vaccine. Had to go get vaccinated. I don't know. She she probably held his hand the whole time. He probably cried. He probably turned his head. All the stuff you do as a kid when you get shot or as an adult when you get your shot. That's what he had to go do because whatever. Kyrie Irving, he's not with anyone. There's a big thing with that. Like if you have a wife who's getting ready to lose $30 million or a husband who's about to lose $30 million, it's not happening. It's not happening. And (laughs) Kyrie Irving is afraid of needles and he has no one there to check him on this. So Kyrie Irving, afraid of needles, and now he is not going to play for the Nets until restrictions get lifted. So who knows when that happens, which I'm hoping at some point in 2022, people, we don't have to be, you know, have COVID tests and vaccinations and showing cards and showing, you know, the, the QR codes on our phones, but yeah, he's probably not going to play basketball again until 2022 because he's afraid of needles. And I just can't, I hate needles too. And I just can't understand just losing money because you're afraid of needles. All the pilots not doing it too. You're afraid of needles also. So there's that (laughs) everyone you're all, you're all afraid of needles too. That's a great point. Not having someone there to be like, yo, if you think you're going to lose all of this money for us over a needle, then go walk off the end of this flat earth that you think we're living on. (laughs) (laughs) He needs that person there. That's going to check him. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, I, yeah, I'm just so sick of it at this point. You're all afraid of needles. It's done. He's a lunatic. <laughs> he has lost it. Like, Remember watching him is... playing at Duke and he was like, doesn't he seem like like the version of him at Duke was like a completely different like that person? That was a completely different person. Completely yeah. different person. Well, he didn't we I mean, we didn't hear him speak. And he was hurt for like most of the year. We didn't know yeah, Kyrie. But, but he didn't have that mopey look on his face all of the time. <laughs> That's true. I just feel like he was like, like when he played at Duke, he was like kid like works really hard, has a lot of potential. He has a lot of upside, a lot of talent. And then, yeah, maybe because yeah. like he never, maybe Duke just was like, you know, uh, he can't go to a press conference and we never heard, heard him talk, but it's just, I, I think that every once in a while, I'm like, man, he, he changed a lot. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Like can't coach K like Duke's a medical school. Like, can't Coach K, like, get a conference call together? you think he'd listen to him, and maybe they could figure something out with the medical experts down. No, Coach K, he's retiring. Coach K, one he, of his... He's done. He's, he's retiring. He checked out. He's like, I, 
I have one year left. I can't waste it all on Kyrie. That's not going to work out very well for me. (laughs) It's like, I just, but the thing with Kyrie is that he's in, he is a basketball savant. Like he is the best ball handler I've ever seen in my life. Kyrie works hard as hell. He's just an idiot. I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand. And he thinks he's smart when he's saying these things. He thinks that he's, I don't know. I don't know. But Kyrie. All I do know is that he's afraid of needles. And that's all I got for Kyrie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, let's get into the main menu, ladies and gentlemen. Today, uh, a trailer came out for a new Disney Plus movie called Home Alone. (laughs) Or is it Home Sweet Home Alone? Home Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah. Home Sweet Home Alone. Uh, Thoughts? gentlemen no 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 because yeah he he, this is just like a basically a different topic but a recreation of the way you opened up this this episode we need (laughs) we need guidance on this because otherwise we'll talk about it for like two and a half hours like (laughs) i mean listen i don't even know where to go with it because i don't know where to go with this i just know that i watched it and was like it's the same movie yeah it's like, yeah. it's not even in it's in the same house. It's not in the different city. It's the same setup. Just one of the bandits is a girl. I I in they in they're from the UK or whatever. I don't like I don't. Yeah, I, they're maybe from the UK, but then like Pete Holmes is in it with his American accent. I don't think he has. Right. An accent. Yeah. I, yeah. So, so they have an adopted right. child from the UK. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> I, I but it's the it's literally the same movie step by step there's there's already like four phrases in there that are from home alone that are in the trailer yeah that just tells you how like many there are going to be in the entire movie i i I don't know they're 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 and i'll just start off by saying it's very clear if you've listened to this podcast ever that home alone is one of my favorite movies of all time period not just christmas movies one of my favorites they claim this isn't a reboot but I don't know what definition they're using because this is exactly, it's like a shot for shot remake <laughs> is what it seems with some different twists. This is really hard for me to buy into this. Just the idea of doing something home alone, like it should be exciting. Like with the Mighty Ducks, Game Changers, right? They took one of our favorite movies of our childhood, turned it into a mini series, uh, a TV series on Disney+. Plus. And at first I was like, they're going to ruin it. They're going to ruin it. And then I ended up enjoying it, liking it a lot. I'm not counting on that happening here whatsoever. (laughs) Um, It just looks, it looks terrible. It's way, it's just way too similar. This movie isn't old enough to remake yet. It's just simply not old enough. And it doesn't seem like they're doing anything interesting except changing some of the weaponry that Kevin quote unquote goes after the, the wet bandits uh, whoever they're going to end up being. That's also looks like it's going to be terrible. Like I love Ellie Kemper who plays Aaron in the office, uh, but I'm supposed to believe that she's like a, not uh, like a, a burglar and not very good burglar. Cause they're kind of comedic with it. Like, no, no. The one appearance we have is buzz buzz <laughs> comes back. And I guess he's the cop that checks on the house. Right. In the brief uh, appearance we saw with him in the trailer, He's back as Buzz McAllister, 
and he's a cop that checks on the house to see if anyone's home, which we all know that they end up not finding anybody. So I'm terrified. I'm terrified to watch this. I know we're all going to make ourselves watch it and recap it right here on the brunch breakdown in November sometime, but I'm really, really afraid that it's going to be really bad. It, I, this isn't for us, the, this movie. It's not, it's not for us. It's for Sersha. <clears throat> like, and we've seen so many reboots so far. I don't know that we've seen reboots that have been a carbon copy of the original before, you know? Um, but like, yeah, and that's what this one looks like. Um, I had two immediate reactions. My first of those was exactly <clears throat> everything that Dan just said. Um, but then like, I started thinking about it a little bit more and I was like, I don't know that when my daughter is eight and wants to watch a Christmas movie that watching home alone with Macaulay Culkin is going to resonate at all for her when she's just like, well, why, why didn't they have a ring doorbell and why couldn't they just watch Kevin on their cell phones? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this was rebooted because the next generation of kids need a home alone. I think it's stupid. I think like you could have played off the idea of a kid being left at home, but found a new story for it. Um, but yeah, my, my immediate reaction was like, I hate this. This is dumb. And I still kind of feel that way because I think you can, you, you got to get, just be more creative in general. Um, but <clears throat> I think it's like, at the end of the day, it's not for us. Okay. See, I agree with you on that. And I, that's why like, I'm very, I'm slow to judge like reboots. Like a lot of people lost their mind over Aladdin, which if you watch it, no joke, it, the new Aladdin's better than the cartoon Aladdin. Not yeah. even joking. It's just better. And, and I, but I, so I'm really, I'm really slow to judge them, but like this, okay. How do you not have a ring doorbell? Did they reboot a 90s? Did they reboot a movie that's supposed to take place in the 90s? I, yeah, because I don't know. Then it's not because because then if that's the case, then it's not for it's not for younger kids either. Right. Because they're going to be asking those same questions. It's like, wait, how? Wait, she's at the airport and she doesn't know where he is. Like, wait, we have a GPS tracker in our car. Yeah, the kid he, doesn't have a cell phone. Yeah, it's like there's no him. cell phone. You can't do any. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just these things don't exist now. So I'm watching that trailer like, is, did it, I don't know. Did they just reboot a movie? This is like set in 1990. And then it's like, wait, what's the point? <laughs> what do we do this for? To do this, to shoot it in 5K or whatever? Like, why do we do this? Yeah, like in Home Alone 2, when he, Kevin is actually trying to make the flight and he bumps into the lady at the gate and all the tickets go flying <laughs> and she just lets him on the plane. Right. <laughs> Things have changed no. a little. <laughs> Never bit. happening ever. A little bit. A little bit. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. Nope. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't think we could gather enough from the trailer whether we know or not it's it's supposed to be current day or if it's just a remake of taking well, place. It, it better be in the nineties. It, it better it, be it, current day. Or else, what's the point? Exactly. Right? There, there. Else, there would be no point. You just have far less famous and probably frankly far worse actors doing this movie who's this Didi? can you, you who's this kid that's playing kevin do you have any idea who this is no idea i have no idea like, 
They had no budget to go out and get somebody that has like, go get the kid that played the funny kid from Mighty Ducks that we all liked. The fat kid. Go get that kid. <laughs> That's my dude. That'd be a great Kevin. He'd be a great Kevin. But like, I don't know who this kid is. So, and he's got, yeah, he's got the, maybe it's because they needed somebody with an accent. Like, come on. I, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. The only thing I can think of is because Ryan Reynolds, I think, is behind this. He's like one of the people who helped put this, make this happen. Unless this was them throwing us off and there's just like they made a whole different movie, but they just did this like shot for shot thing to screw with people. And then on like Thanksgiving, they're going to drop like a it's a whole different movie and none of us knew. I, I, I don't awesome. know. That would be awesome. That, yeah, like like the trailer they made that they took the two minutes in the movie that are the exact same, and then everything else is actually yeah. way different. They swerve us. Yeah. If anybody's going to do that, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds would definitely be on the yeah. list. So can't rule it out, I guess. That's literally the only thing I could think of after watching that. But oh, one big takeaway though: um, '90s movies trailers with the movie voice talking. I want those back. Ooh, I want those back. Yeah. Those were great. I didn't realize how much I missed those. Yeah, that's a great point. Remember how we would always talk about too, like who is that guy? Who is that guy that does those voiceovers? What right. a career! What a career that would. And be. all of a sudden he's, all of a sudden he's done. They don't want him anymore. Like he's what? You're right. I need that narrator. I need that narrator back. That's a great point. Yeah. So not mm. all bad. <laughs> the narrator's back. <laughs> right oh all right well let's get into the next topic here uh the rock put out a rap on one of tech nine songs and um yeah dan you're the rock expert here please <laughs> indulge did you see this um, coming no and i guess the rock has been asked to do this for for years for a long time and he said he was just waiting for the right moment, the right song, the right person, the right whatever. Uh, and so I guess him and Tech Nine had met on the set of Ballers. They kind of been talking about it casually. And then all of a sudden it gets a little bit more serious. And he wanted to write a song uh, to be like a hype song, right? A hype up song. He wants it to be played in stadiums, like before big fights or, or to listen to at the gym. And that's when he thought this is the one for Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Um, and the rock wrote it, he wrapped it and it wasn't the worst thing I've ever heard. It, it wasn't. I kind of, I kind of thought it worked. I kind of liked it. I didn't see it coming. I don't think he needs to dip his toes into any more pools that have already been in, but you know what, if this is one thing that he wants to, I don't know, use the word master, but like get involved with this was the right song to do it. Though the the song made sense. If this was a different style, different song, probably won't work. But I'm okay with it. I like it. Uh, do you remember how, like, man, months ago we talked about how there needs to be uh, a show that we host where we get incredibly talented people and find out what they're terrible at. <laughs> We don't need to have The Rock on that show anymore because we found, I thought this was terrible. I, <laughs> I hated every uh, aspect of the song. I don't know who Tech Nine is. This is the first thing I've ever heard of him. Uh, he sucks. The Rock didn't need it. Don't want it. You can take it back. 
we can pull that off YouTube. Uh, we don't need, we don't, we don't need that buddy. You got enough irons in the fire as it is uh, stick to stick to stick to your other day jobs because that was rough. It was rough. I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. I'm not going to listen to it again. Listen to it once. That was enough. Yeah. This is, this is a heat check for the rock for sure. Like, this is, this is, this is a hot night for Steph Curry and he just pulls up from like beyond half court just for the hell of it and misses. This is, that's, that that's the rock. Like, hey, listen, the rock doesn't miss a lot. This is a miss. This is a big miss. And um, yeah, I, yeah, I forgot about our show, but yeah, he, this, that would have been a great episode. Cause yeah that part where he says it's like what does he say what's my name or say my name and they just like the crowd goes rock you're like yeah it's bad i was ready for him to get back in the ring maybe that's what i was excited about i was just like <laughs> let's go wrestlemania is around the corner <laughs> let's make it happen but i love think of it in this context in this perspective maybe okay, okay? this is a direct quote from tech nine uh saying why not the rock? And the quote was better person, not Conor McGregor. I don't know him. I know the rock. <laughs> so that's the only reason apparently why he didn't ask Conor McGregor to rap on this. Cause he doesn't know him. <laughs> why would that he like called him out? Why would that. that be the only other choice? Why? why? <laughs> what better person? Not Conor McGregor. I don't know him. I know the rock. That's a direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> So it could have been way worse. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's like me saying, I, I I need to get a verse from Jay-Z, but I don't know him. I know Dan Knopp. I'm going to call him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what that is. It's a, not, an amazing not, reason. Not a very all of a sudden, thorough, I look at it a little differently. Not a very thorough vetting process, if you ask me. I don't know. Right. I... I <laughs> Wow, he's going through that's... his list. He's going through his list. He's like top of the list. Conor McGregor. Who's after that? I, I don't know Conor McGregor. Who's after that? The Rock. I know The Rock. Okay, that's it. One, two. I'm on two. I stopped at two. Perfect. <laughs> well, <sighs> but yeah. yeah. Um. So it leads us to the question. And since they're like beefing a little bit, or maybe it's they've figured out their beef because I need them to resolve it because I need more Fast and the Furious movies with The Rock. Uh, Vin Diesel or The Rock. Who makes better music? I'll go. Vin Diesel, and it's not even close. Feel like I do. Oh, jam. Yeah, it's Vin Diesel. Stop it, Dan. Stop uh, it. Yeah, stop I it, hate Dan. your face yeah, right now. I hate it so like, much. There's a, yeah. Vin Diesel put out an album. The Rock put out a verse. That's part of the problem is that I have to base Vin Diesel's off the entire album. Uh, but I feel like I do is a jam. This song isn't a jam. The verse isn't a jam. It's good for who it is. Vin Diesel's way more surprising. Like I'd rather see these dudes like on the screen together or like in the ring together. I don't need them, either of them singing. Uh, and I really don't need it ever to be on the same track because that would be a beautiful disaster. But if I'm uh, if I'm having to pick, yeah, the the better of the two. I can't believe I'm. That's probably the only thing Vin Diesel is better at than The Rock is singing, and I think The Rock would be okay with that. Put put him on the playlist. Put yeah. Vin, put Vin back on the playlist. Yeah, put him back on. Put on. Put him back on. <laughs> Please feel like I do. Stays there until we decide to take it off. 
<laughs> see what you've done rock it's like see 20 done it's like 2020 all over again baby let's go <laughs> right yeah <laughs> there were a couple there was a lot it was like three songs that took had lengthy stays on the playlist and feel like i do had probably the longest stay mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man all right so let's keep with music the pittsburgh penguins they start their season and they put out a uh, list of songs uh that hype the players up each player got a song and they put it on Spotify. Let's throw this up on the big board, Christopher. Um, my first thought with this is, um, I don't know exactly how to say his name, but is it Kapanen? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Asbury Kapanen, yeah. He put September on there. And I have to say, because I saw his picture on the Penguins Twitter, and they have to release him now. <laughs> I have been told that he's going to have a really good season for the Penguins and there were people were really excited about what he's going to do, but you know what? Sorry. They have to release him now because he put September on the list because the internet has made me hate this song. This is a great song, but the internet has made me hate this song because people who would never ever in their life have talked or listened to this song before it became a meme. Talk about it all the time now. And I hate this song now so cabinet released find a new team two, no- two notes on that i am stunned i did not know he put this song in the playlist. yeah that it's in the picture no sort of sense he spells september wrong and <laughs> you see it in that the makes <laughs> no sort of sense that he like there's some weird you know probably european and whatever djs and artists on here and i would fully expect that from him like september i get because you're going into training camp and preseasons and things like that. That would be the only reason why I will spoil this for you though. Daniel Dudley September will be played at our wedding because the 21st night of September, September 21st is Shannon's birthday. So that's been her song (laughs) for a whole different reason for quite a long time. So otherwise songs like that don't belong at our wedding, but that one will make it on there and I'll make sure to point to you and grab you in the dance floor for that. So that's good to know. Didi will be wearing his Casperi Kapanen uh, jersey. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest with you guys, like of all the major pro sports, I don't know that hockey sticks out as one with like a lot of great personalities. So when I saw that they put this playlist together, I had very low expectations and I was pleasantly surprised to see quite a bit of music on here that, I would listen to, we got DJ Khaled. We got J Cole. Uh, we got some Drake on here. Um, I think Galantis is on here. Red hot chili peppers. Nothing wrong with that. David Guetta. Like there's some artists. I don't, I don't hate. Come on. Eileen is on here, which is random, but I like that song. I need uh, to know who put that on and, and why. <laughs> well, they have a couple. Yeah. There's, there are there's some a old couple players I- on the team. There are. Um, I need to find out also who put on Higher Love by Kygo and Whitney Houston because I have been in love with that song since the second I heard. I love that song. It, it'll get you fired up for a hockey game. We got to be friends. That's that's what I got to <laughs> know. Uh, I love I love the Glass Animals pick here as well. That's a that's a that's a tremendous pick. Um, but like, there's just for hockey players, mostly European some Canadian, there's way too much country on this playlist. It just comes down to that. It's just not getting me fired up 
to play a hockey game for the hockey season or anything like that. Other than that, I was actually kind of like you, Chris. I was pleasantly surprised with a lot of the with a lot of the picks here. It's not a terrible playlist. You see, I was not that surprised. Here's the reason why, though. It's because I've I've always said that the Penguins pregame playlist, because I used to be at Penguins games super early when I was covering the team, was awesome. It was better than everyone's playlist. It was better. Like it shocked me that the Penguins pregame playlist was better than Pitts, right? And it was just mm-hmm. always shocked me because of that, right? And I just didn't. I was like, how how is this possible? But like, I was always like, whoever the Penguins DJ is, like, and it would not be the nights when Bonix would be there. It was just regular ass nights. Like they were all like the when they would come out for like their their skates and shit. It was just like always jamming in there, like all the time. And yeah. I just and I don't know this. Hockey just gets it. I don't, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know. Or this maybe the penguins just get it. Maybe part of the, you know, you know, signing with the penguins is like you have to have a fire playlist. They're like, what are your top five songs right now? Go. And like that's how it yeah. is. And if it's a whack top five, maybe Sidney Crosby's like, nope. Yeah. What do you think Sidney Crosby put on this playlist? Pop star. Dude, I was just about to say. Whoever on the team put Popstar on there, I'm gonna buy their jersey. That's why I need to know who put that on <laughs> at Penguins right now. They're, we need they're the answering list. some people are asking, and some and they are answering some. We need to we need to know. I'm gonna have to find this out because <laughs> that's very important. <laughs> I will look for it while we're talking. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, pretty pleased. I think this would be pretty. I need we need to give this one a full full listen all the way through. Um, yeah, there's just a few, a few oddballs, but I guess you'll have that with any playlist. Yeah. Like, I, I think this is a, it's a nice playlist, man. I'm a, that tip of my tongue by Kenny Chesney. What is that? Listen, Kenny Chesney is like, when he comes to Pittsburgh, he's the mayor. (laughs) Yeah. For that night or two nights, he's the mayor. And then he burns the city to the ground and leaves. He's just the mayor for those two nights. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I, I have a few answers for you guys. Uh, Jake Gensel okay. put higher love on there. So okay. one of the best players. Jake, let's go, baby. Yes. I like it. I like uh, it. Evan Rodriguez put come on Eileen on the playlist. Eh, uh, he's a little weird anyways. That's fine. <laughs> those are really the only answers uh, that I've been able to find. Okay. All right. All right. This is a fascinating idea. More teams need to do this. More leagues need to do this. This is a great idea. It's so easy to do too. That's the thing. Just so it's just dumb, easy to do that. So, (laughs) all right, well, let's get into this super Nintendo graph that we have. Chris threw this at us. Uh, Did Chris throw this or Dan? I always mess this up. One of the two, one of you guys do. And I always mess it up. So then when there's episodes with us together, then I'd mess it up. We're doing something we're not supposed to be doing. So anyways, (laughs) uh, Chris, talk to us about this Nintendo 64 brunch graph that we've got. Yeah, I don't know where the hell I found this, but it showed up on my Twitter feed. And basically the concept here is you're given $15, 15 total dollars to build your dream N64 game setup, right? So uh, there's a number of them. There's there's five columns here. Uh, the, the top column is $5. Second column is $4, third column is $3, then $2, then $1. You have $15 to spend to build out 
basically the top five games that that you want. I suppose you don't have to get five. Like you could pick three five dollar games if you just right. wanted those. Uh, but you have fifteen dollars, so. Uh, these are fun. Every once in a while I see these like, okay, you have $10, you have $15. And, uh, I thought this was a good one because this, these N64 games are, are straight from our, our childhood. Yeah. Yeah. They have some hall of famers on here. Some classics, some absolute gems. We don't have to go through all of them, but there's some, if you're, if you haven't been able to find the, the video of this yet, just to give you a few, you got, so, you know, Super Mario's on there, Mario Kart, uh, WWF No Mercy, uh, a bunch of Zeldas, uh, GoldenEye is on there, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, uh, Pokemon, Diddy Kong Racing, NBA Hangtime, NFL Blitz, Wave Race, um, a lot. Just some amazing, amazing games, which made this super difficult to try to figure out what the best collection for $15 would be. Well, how do you guys want to go through it? How do, how do you want to do, do you want to like each of are us we, build our five or do you want to go person by person? How do you want to go? Are we drafting? Well, we can pick the same one. Okay. I just didn't know. That's you, what we we each have our own $15. Thank okay. goodness. Cause yeah. this draft would have gotten in really, like really intense. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I thought about that too. I thought, boy, if we draft, I'm going to get mad. <laughs> Um, um, so yeah, let's, uh, Chris, since this was your, uh, your idea, why don't you kick it off and, and give us your $15 rundown of uh, price per game and, and what games you pick in here. All right, boys. So I'll start from the top down. I'm actually going to take two from the $5 row. Ooh. Um, so I'm eating up a lot of my money here right at the top, but, um, I, I cannot build a set of N64 games without Mario Kart. That's a $5 game. You have to have Mario Kart. So that is in there uh, 100%. And then the only shooting game that I think has been embraced by every person on the planet because of how good it was, uh, GoldenEye 007. I have to have those two. Too many nights with friends just playing those games till like two in the morning uh, that those are two. So that's $10 right there. After that, I'm going down to the $3 column and I am putting Tony Hawk's pro skater on this list because that game I feel like was revolutionary. Another one that was so much fun to play. And then for my last two games, two more games, I have $2 left. So I'm going to the $1 row. I loved playing wave race. I just, Loved that game. And I think that was the game that like came with my N64. Um, yeah. Remember they used to do that. So I, I loved that game, put that on there. And then I loved NFL blitz too. That was, you know, I, I was surprised there was not like a Madden game on here, but um, NFL blitz was a ton of fun. And uh, I loved that. Like a hulked out version of Cordell Stewart was on the cover. Uh, that was pretty cool. So <laughs> Those are my five. Uh, once again, Mario Kart, 007, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Wave Race, and NFL Blitz. Strong. Oh, that's strong. That's strong good. five there, my friends. Strong $15 worth. Um, my uh, list isn't super different from yours. And honestly, at one point, I think I had the exact games that you had. Um, so I'm starting off kind of where you started there. GoldenEye 007 in the $5 category, without a doubt. That was the only no-brainer on here for me is that one had to be on there. I loved that game. Um, I considered very heavily going Mario Kart because it's a staple. It's probably the 
one of the best games on this this gaming system ever. But I elected to skip it because I want a little bit more quantity. I want a little uh, to, to bump up the game collection here. So number two for me, I'm going in the $4 column here. WCW NWO Revenge. An absolutely amazing game. Absolutely love that game. Uh, WWF, uh, which is that one up there even top? top i can't even read it no is that no mercy no mercy yeah no mercy on the five dollar column i wanted to go there but five dollars i can if i have a wrestling game and i have these two to pick from i'm okay going wcw nwo revenge for four dollars taking it down to the three dollar column i'm with you there again chris tony hawks pro skater skater revolutionary absolutely love that game it was so cool so ahead of its time then i've got uh three dollars left and I've got a $2 and a $1. Uh, my $2, I'm going NBA hang time. Such a cool game. Such a cool game. Played it over and over and over again. Lasted forever. NBA hang time. And then I'm rounding off with my $1. I was stuck between NFL Blitz and Wave Race. I love Wave Race too. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I love that game. But Wave Race. Give me, I, I, I went NFL Blitz. I played it as the 49ers and Steve Young. And because he was like, way ahead of his time and like being able to run the ball as a quarterback and throw in that game. He was like unstoppable. I love me some NFL blitz. So I've got GoldenEye 007, WCW NWO Revenge, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, NBA Hang Time, and NFL Blitz. Well guys, my first pick is Wave Race. And I'm saying this for a point because it was the demo. So like I don't know how Wave Race ends or anything. It was just <laughs> The one that came with you don't know how to beat it. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know how to beat it. Like I don't know how far it goes. I just know that that was the demo. So like uh, I played Wave Race all the time, and I was like, man, I really want this game. But then another game would come out and be like, yeah, I don't really want Wave Race, but like I'll play this right. whenever I'm like get bored or I lose in Madden a bunch. I'll just go play Wave Race for a little bit to cleanse the palate. But yeah, Wave Race, shouts the demos. I hope they still do that with video game systems. I haven't bought one in forever, but like I hope they still do that because demos are great <laughs> so that's my first pick and as i'm gonna go from the bottom up uh mortal kombat trilogy that game hours of night hours and probably years of my life have been left because of that game playing so many times 1080 snowboarding that game yeah that's a great game incredible i love that game so much all right so that's what do i got six dollars right there going uh with WCW NWO Revenge because there was a code that you could get Dennis Rodman on that game. Oh, that's right. And, <laughs> and I remember doing that. And one of my friends said the game genie thing, and then we get it really easy. But like I remember trying to do the like the code and stuff to get Dennis Rodman. So WCW NWO Revenge. And then of course the goat is 007. Yeah. There's there, there are very we were talking about the Super Bowl being universally liked. Like, do you know anybody? Who doesn't like 007? Anybody? No, no. that's the thing. No, it's I. I like, if you don't like 007, you're either super young, and that's fine, or I, I don't know. You you grew up. You were Amish. I, I don't know. Like I don't know how you don't. <laughs> I don't know how you don't like. I don't. I just don't know anyone who doesn't like 007. So yeah, this is. I mean, I love this list. I could go so many ways. Like Mario Kart. If I didn't, I love playing Mario Kart, but I suck at it. So I did. So I left it off my list, but I do love playing Mario Kart. Like who doesn't, I guess, but like, 
Yeah, that was a hard one for me to pass up too. It was just if I because I, I was telling myself I got to try to stick to. Although Chris, you had two five dollar ones on there, it still came out yeah. with a pretty nice list. But I thought I got to try to keep one five dollar on here and 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 save up on the rest. And boy, the seven is really hard to pass up. Even though Mario Kart is, you can. I mean, people still play that now. Right. You know, yeah. even oh, yeah. on their N64, we've got friends that still have that system and it's okay. N64 or, or Super Mario Kart. Let's go. But this is an amazing list. This was really well put together. Is there anything that you think was under or overvalued on this list? I, I don't in terms know of their what, dollar. I don't know what bad fur day is. So I don't know why that's $4. I don't know what that game is. <laughs> Is that like a Crash Bandicoot game or something? Like, I don't know what that is. It might be. I don't know what that is either. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what that is. Like, Bad I never You're know right. how to, yeah, I never know how to value Star Wars things or things that are like movie specific because mm. like mm-hmm. I never got into those. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I look at that and I'm like, why is that up there? Or why is it even on this list? Because everything else I feel like on this list is like video game specific. Mm-hmm. Or like Star Wars, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't play the movie games, but maybe that's great to somebody. I don't know. <laughs> One that was hard to pass up for me, and I think it's probably priced pretty fairly. Maybe it could even be bumped up one. Star Fox. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved that game. and had the great. rumble pack. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You remember we would shake the controller before they were even included in the controller? That was one of the originals that came out with Nintendo 64 too with Star Fox. So that's in the that's in the $4 category uh there. So not that not that that was priced wrong. Um but I mean, I guess I was surprised that Blitz was only a dollar in the $1 category here. Yeah. Same. The game seems so epic that it felt like it would be it would be worth more than some of these other ones. It's a game that you literally couldn't put out now because the NFL is so different. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You could put that in like the jacked up era of stuff where, like, in bloopers where we would watch on ESPN for hours, hardest hits in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Like that doesn't exist anymore. They've had to pay billions of dollars to people because of those things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's such a, yeah. So that could have been higher because it's just something that is like so of that time period where like if you were played NFL blitz with a kid, they'd be like, what, why is this fun to you? Like, (laughs) why are they doing that? Like, that's crazy. But yeah, Mm -hmm. no, this was cool. I I'm a big fan of this list. Big fan. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, Dan, you got some brunch court stuff before we get to what we're listening to. So what's going down brunch court. Let's do it. Yeah, I know we're running uh, short on time, so let's go with we're going to do one item in Brunch Court. We'll right. bump some of the other ones to uh, next week. So, Chris, if you could, let's pull up. Um, let's see. Let's do the. Let's do the cereal. Oh yeah. Let's pull up the cereal. Oh, yeah, let's that's what I was hoping you would that. pick. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, gentlemen, yes. As you see it here, and if you're just listening, I'm going to describe this beauty to you. Wendy's Frosty Chocolate Cereal. This will be hitting shelves in December, which is just the perfect time for that. So we've got chocolate-flavored marshmallow pieces and chocolate multigrain cereal with 
Wendy's Frosty flavor. And of course, you get a coupon for a free small Frosty with the purchase of the box. So we haven't quite seen, we've seen some crazy cereals and mashups and things like that. Even on this very podcast we've discussed, we haven't quite seen a fast food chain get into the cereal world <laughs> or anything like this before. So Kellogg's and Wendy's getting together to give you Wendy's frosty chocolatey cereal. I, I got to know guys, is this, is this a home run or is this a strikeout? Is this going to be available everywhere? I believe it is. I work on the confirming that for you right now, but I believe this is uh, going to be available everywhere. Yes. All right. Because if it is, I, I will. I will buy this. I will buy this. <laughs> <clears throat> I will do. I will do a live te- taste test on the show for this. Because I Ooh. don't. I don't see. I don't see anything wrong with what I'm looking at. <laughs> now you haven't done a taste test before live on the air for us, so that would be a first. And this is what you're. Uh, this is your pick. Yeah. Well, because I, I, I'm not going to go the Dan Knopp route and do like a like mystery cereal. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go with what I know. And I, I am fully confident that you add some milk to this and it's going to be delightful. This is like, you know, on American Idol, when someone starts singing and you know that you're like, oh, my God. You don't know that that's Kelly Clarkson, but it's Kelly Clarkson who starts singing and they're all just like, oh my God, that's how I feel right now. This is like, I don't even need to tell you that you're a good singer. I don't need any of that. I'm just going to look up look at my people beside me and say, yes, you're going to Hollywood. That's what this is. That's what that is. Like what? Wendy's Frosty and then you get a free Frosty with it? Yeah. Like, come on. What? Bro, I'm going to make free- I'm going to make a bowl and then like get in the car with the bowl and go to Wendy's. And I'm going to, I, we're going to do frosty cereal with a frosty. Let's go. The amount of people that are going to be going to the Wendy's drive-thru with their hand in the cereal box to get the coupon. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Let's go. And this milk, once this all melts down and the cereal is gone, this milk is going to be wonderful, right? It's like a free frosty right there. Maybe you can even freeze that up. A little bit. Throw that in the freezer for a little bit. Bonus Frosties with your Frosty cereal. I love this. I absolutely love this. I'm, Chris, if you do a taste test, I will be right there with you. I'm you want to just come to the drive through with me, Dan? You want to just come to the drive through? Right. I'll, I'll pick you <laughs> up. Let's do it. I can't not buy this. Uh, it's going to be a wait till December, and we need the, uh, you know, Kellogg's plant, and hopefully they can resolve their issues there i don't know maybe this cereal is already made um which also could be very well likely and sit in the kellogg's warehouse somewhere um but yeah if we were going to do one brunch court item today i had to throw the big one up on the board here because this is fascinating and super exciting so that seems like we've got three approvals something pretty rare when it comes to brunch court for us here gentlemen for the uh wendy's frosted cereal Good job, Wendy's. Good job, Kellogg's. Everyone involved, just fantastic yes. work. Just yes, just you know, great work all around. Yeah, more brunch court to come uh, next week. We got some other ones that we have time to get to, but uh, I, I couldn't let that one go. That's American ingenuity right there at its <laughs> finest. That's what you're looking for. Like wow, incredible. That's, That's the dream. 
That's the dream. Let's get into what we're listening to. I'll get us started. We were talking about the Penguins playlist. Well, guess what, guys? I saw on ESPN the other day, the last time that the Penguins were on ESPN, 2004, number one song in the country was Usher's Burn. Putting that on the playlist. Ooh, ooh. I it was going to be jaw roll. I was, <laughs> dude. I bet it was like number two. Let's <laughs> no. let's let's look. <laughs> I mine. I was going to go Nelly. Uh, my guess was Nelly. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but burned by Usher, number one. So yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, I'm putting that on the playlist. Go for it. Love it. Well, I'll follow that up because I do have a throwback song for this week. Um, and I was probably listening to this in 2004, Newfound Glory, uh, Forget My Name off the Sticks and Stones album. It is, in my opinion, their best song, but it's not really anywhere near as popular as a lot of their songs. So Forget My Name, Newfound Glory, love that, came on randomly, and I had to put it on the playlist. Nice. Very like cool. It. Very cool. Um, Upsall. Our girl Upsall released her album last week just this past week called lady jesus um incredible the album the a whole album is incredible we've had a number of her songs uh on the playlist before some of them that have been uh, previously released as singles um you know she's just crazy talented she's co- co-written a number of huge hits for other artists and now she's able to do it herself with her kind of blend of you know, hip hop and pop and electro kind of all blending together for this awesome sound. So I'll probably put notorious, uh, on the playlist. The whole album is great. Like I said, including the title track itself. So check out that album and then, uh, yeah, notorious for the playlist this week. All right. Uh, I like up. So I haven't checked out the album yet, but I'm super excited to do that. So shows you put on the playlist. Um, got a new one. Uh, Dan, you may hate this one or you may like it, but, uh, her, uh, and, Kane Brown put out a song called Blessed and Free. And I just really love the song. Those are, they got two of their voices blend really well together. And um, I saw it because they were doing a bunch of press about the song and stuff, because uh, country and RB together and it was cool. And um, yeah, and the song is just really good. So um, check it out. Blessed and Free, her and Kane Brown. Nice. Um, I have a new band that I kind of discovered this week uh, called In Case We Crash. They have a song called Soul Paint um, that kind of led me into a wormhole of listening to this band and everything they put out so far. I really enjoy them. They're not as much really in like that pop punk genre, which I normally put on our playlist, uh, more just a, an alternative rock band. They kind of remind me of Grayscale, if you're familiar uh, with Grayscale. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Thought I'd throw it on there and maybe you will enjoy it as well. Cool. Um, Surfaces in Thai Verdes teaming up for a, a song called Sheesh. And I say <laughs> it like that because that's how it's spelled. S-H-E-E-S-H exclamation point. Um, so surfaces, you probably recall blew up, uh, with their hit Sunday best. Um, was that last year? Holy cow. I think so. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. That was more than, yeah. Um, and then Ty Verde's, uh, he's, uh, making waves with his new hit, uh, a okay. Um, there's a couple of renditions of it even out there, but the, uh, the OG, uh, just as a, okay. Um, so these two teamed up or two groups uh, teamed up for this amazing, very summery, very California pop 
hit. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, it's still reaching 80 degrees in Western Pennsylvania and on the East coast. So it's okay to still jam out to uh, a song like this. So, uh, just for a little while longer. So surfaces and tie Verdes, sheesh. Uh, I am not a fan of that song, but you know, what? Shouts, to, shouts to you, Dan. Oh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm wow. just not a fan. I'm just not a fan. I don't like it. Um, I don't want to put this song on the playlist, but Dad Vibes by Limp Biscuit, Dan? You 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 won't because I put it on the playlist last week. I know. That's I'm not why. putting this on the playlist because you okay. put this on the playlist last week, okay. but I am this is this is a gripe easy, with you, Dan. Easy. This is, this is, this is the old no, this is the old uh, Chris Gates yeah. where he would give us a, a recap of our of our songs and whether or not he liked them or not. That's this is right. a gripe I have with you, Dan. Uh-oh. Okay. That Uh-oh. song sounds so much like a Limp Biscuit song, and you described uh. it as you wouldn't know it was Limp Biscuit if you didn't hear it. Mm-mm. That just sounds like a Limp Biscuit song. It does, Mm-mm. and it's not good. No. It's the longest no, it's two not. minutes <laughs> of my life. I thought that song was five minutes long, and it was like two minutes and eleven seconds. That's insane. Yeah. This song is awful. Terrible song. Terrible, terrible song. Terrible song. Terrible. But that's we'll not, agree on that. Yes. And that is not going on the playlist next to the great Vin Diesel. Sorry, it is not. It's absolutely <laughs> not. Um, but what is Ian Dior V12 uh, featuring Lil Uzi Vert? I love this song because I love Ian Dior. I love Lil Uzi Vert. My only gripe with the song is the song is about banging girls like a V, like he's a V12 engine. And I'm like, that's like the fastest car you can buy. So like, why would you want to go that fast? I don't, it just seems, so I'm like, I like the song, but when you're singing it, you're just like, wait, v, you want to, you want to have like a, a, a four cylinder. You don't want to V12. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> hop in a, hop in a Honda Civic. Okay. Yeah. 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 You don't nice f- <laughs> four door sedan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you want to, you want a minivan. I don't you don't want a <laughs> Ferrari, you know. So Ian Dior, I know you're young. I'm just letting you know. V12 isn't the way you want to go, just from experience. But the song's That's amazing. awesome. Just when you're singing, you'll be like, eh, V6. All right. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Oh, that was awesome. Um, my last one is another another new band I've been listening to called midfield um and their song sidelines is catchy as hell it hits really really hard they actually really remind me a lot of eternal boy uh which is a band that is good friends of the podcast so um i think it's i think it's a band and a song that both of you will like i hope our listeners will like it too uh but midfield is a band i'm really into right now so their song sidelines is going to go on the playlist cool um all right wrapping it up then uh i'm gonna bring back a band who we put on the playlist i put on the playlist a couple weeks ago we were talking covers right and they have a cover of uh begging that's been on the radio for a while now but this i also put one of their originals on our playlist because that's not getting played enough it's just this cover uh so the group is maniskin uh they're the the group out of Italy, um, kind of this new age rock and roll alternative group. Um, and they released, a, another new song called mama Mia. And, um, it's, it's fascinating. This kind of, it's not, a, it's a, not a new sound. It's just a different sound. Um, you know, we need a little bit more of this rock 
that kind of come back. I went on that tangent weeks ago about like, go to a rock show, go see a rock band, go do that. This is that band. Um, and so Mama Mia from Man of Skin on the playlist. I like it. Check out the Sounds of Brunch playlist every week That's on Spotify. Right. Can't wait to get to it. Guys, any final words here on the Brunch Breakdown before we say goodbye to the people? Dan, Dan and Didi butted head on a, a lot of different music today, and I found it wild, rare, enter, wildly entertaining. Rare company that that never happens with us. We've I, I I don't know what to say. I think we should keep it going. When the Rock puts <laughs> out music, it messes up the. It does. messes up Equilibrium, the Equilibrium is just about yeah. There's that's true. I'm being pulled in two directions there. It's not really. It's not really good. It's not good. Yeah, stick to. Stick to your first job that makes you successful, people. We thought we opened the show with what would we do if we were billionaires? Those people have enough billions. Let us fly on a plane with Kanye. <laughs> okay. We're out. <laughs>